2: What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here, just wanted to say, uh, go Bills.
1: And Ladies and gentlemen,
2: they say we we get it's your Wave back at it we again. We on a Welcome to another edition of the Rico Report, brought to you by the Buffalo, Buffalo Fanatics. Buffalo, Ladies Buffalo and gentlemen, the Bills are four and one atop the AFC East, like it should be. Four and one, I'll take it should be 5-0 we already know what it is but here we are
1: we just took
2: care of the pittsburgh steelers like they were the houston texans we took care of them like they were the new york jets of old right what's going on with these bills man this is not a bills that i recognize i do not recognize these bills but you know what it's a bills team that i could certainly get used to My goodness, we can do things at will. At will. And here's the crazy part. We're not even 100%. And I get it. This is the NFL. You're not going to be 100%. But my goodness, we look good. I gotta let like this rock. I, I, let me let this rock. Listen. If you guys are wondering who this is, man, this is my man Drip Sanchez. A lot of people would ask me, "Oh, who this? Man? Who is this?" Now you know. Hey, touchdown! 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 Hey, folks. Let's get right into it, man. I appreciate you guys all too in. Is love always love, and I gotta get to I gotta start to show off immediately with giving a big shout out to my man Kevin Page. Kevin Page, if you're still watching right now, shout out to you. Just became a Bing Squad member. Just because my bell is broken, I have not replaced it. Doesn't mean I can't show you some mother effing love, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just gonna have to use my bell and tap tapity tap on that thing. Like my man uh happy gilmore tap tappity tap tap it in. Let's go. So, folks, uh, here it is, man. Here we are. We listen, man. We are. This, listen, let's let's take care of what we just took care of. Let's take care of what we just took care of. That doesn't make any sense, but you know what I'm talking about. Let's go back. Let's let's do a quick recap on the week that was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, we already know what's coming. We already know if you just follow what's coming our way. We already know. But I'm gonna tell you right now, man. By the way, shout out to my man Benji showing love from the T dot. What up? What up, my man? Are you, are you a 905-er? Are you a 416-er? Which one are you? Are you a sixer? Because if you are, you're original. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you start giving me five, the 519s and all that stuff, man, we're going to talk about it. But anyway, <laughs> somebody, yo, John John is, is savage, bro. John said, yo, on to our next victim. Golly, John, take it easy, big fella. Take it easy, Johnny. Anyway, oh, my man Benji's from the 416. Okay, you're original. You're original, Benji. I got to give it to you, man. All right, fellas. And ladies, whoever's watching right now, uh, salute to y'all. If you guys are tuned in for the first time, do me a favor. Smash that like you have no idea who I am. This is Rico. This is the Buffalo Fanatics. This is the Rico Report. We are tuned in to kind of get a recap, and then we're moving on to Kansas City. On to Kansas City. You know what I'm talking about, Now I'm D I see you, kid. What up? What up? What up? What up to the whole chat? So check this out, folks. Um, This game, this past game, man, we could do no wrong. We could do no wrong. It's like we had choices. You know what I'm saying? And in, 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 in an NFL game, not many times you, you have choices. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, you know what I'm saying? I, I have the choice. We had the choice to run the ball if we wanted to. We chose not to. We chose to air it out. That's what we do. We throw it up. You know what I'm saying? Gabe Davis back seems to be 100%. What a different offense this is with Gabe Davis in the fold. We already know what Stefan Diggs is going to do. Khalil Shakir came through and was handling business. We're pretty damn deep at the receiver position, man. Like, think about it. Kumro goes down. Got it. Isaiah McKenzie goes down. Got it. Gabe Davis was down. Got it. Isaiah Hodges steps up. Got it. Khalil Shakir steps up. Got it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's a wonderful feeling knowing that you have such a potent offense and you listen, man, you can't go wrong with it. We've got to embrace what has been given to us. You know what I'm saying? And it's been, it's a long time coming because we've built this to what it is right now. This didn't just come together. You know what I'm saying? People just think, oh, it just came together. Nah, fam, this was time. It took time to get what we needed. You know what I'm saying? We had to get the quarterback. That's number one. You know what I'm saying? I Gotta give a shout out to my man Kevin Page. That's you, Kevin Page. I'm new here. Did the live stream already happen? Nah, baby, you right on time for the live stream, baby. Let's go. So for for, for this team, it didn't just you know come together, man. This was a plan. This was, dare I say, a process. You know what I'm saying? This was a process, and a lot of teams out there, they're they're top-loaded. You know, they're heavy, heavy in the, the big names, quarterback, receiver. RB uh, safety linebacker, but once you peel that away, it's hollow. It's hollow, man. It's like it's like when you build, you build a house, you know what I'm saying? You just put, you know, what I mean, you just you know what I mean it's like three little piggies, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of teams out there that's just built built a straw. <sighs> Over with. It's, it's a wrap. There's some teams that you know let me spend a little money. Let me let me let me. Invest in the draft and really do what I gotta do, and they build their house of wood. Some depth, but not not great, because you can still get your ass blown over. Right now, this Bills team, that shit is built solid. It's a brick house. She's a brick. Mm, how, yo, that's that's the Bills right now, man. Freaking brick house. Blow on, yo, this is gonna sound funny. Blow on these dudes all you want. <laughs> they they ain't tumbling over. Is is that deep, and it's a testament to Brandon Bean. Is a testament to the scout team. Is a testament to the head coach. Is a testament to the whole freaking, The Pagulas. You know what I'm saying? They say, "Yo, do what you do. I'll do what I do up here." Brandon, McDermott, all you guys, just do what you do. I ain't gonna meddle in your affairs. Unlike Jerry Jones, he's up in everybody's sauce. But the Bills don't have a straw house. The Bills don't have a wood house. Yo, this house is this foundation is set. In the, and it starts with our quarterback. I'm just saying, man. You guys know me. I'm always, I'm always full of damn analogies. And I think this is one of my favorite ones. This house is freaking a brick house. Try to blow me over, son. It's going to take a lot. And we have to now show it. We got to showcase it. And we got a big one now coming up against the Kansas City Chiefs. But, boy, did it look good in Buffalo on a windy day. Because Pittsburgh was looking like that was that was a wooden house right there. They came in looking kind of all right. Let's see what you got. (sighs) That's it. Yo, let me blow all over you guys, man. And that we did. Bombs away, just going, and they couldn't stop a damn thing. Minka Fitzpatrick is one of the best in the game. I didn't hear. I didn't hear much from him. Did you hear anything from him? Did you Did you guys hear anything from him? He got robbed in the end zone. My man. Gabe Davis became Debo. He said, give me your chain, is what he did. All you, all you, and this is the best way I can put it. You run your route, all you hear is the bicycle. Ear, 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 ear. <laughs> That's Gabe Davis coming, man. And then once that chain is out, Minka, you should have tucked that shit in. Because Gabe was like, give me that stuff. That's mine. Right in the end zone? <laughs> That's dirty. You got Debo, man. Forget about Moss. You got Moss. No, nah, I mean, you got Debo, man. I took that shit because that's mine now. Now, go run, go run into your little hoopty and get going. <laughs> nah, do my man, he nah, says, you I heard Minka's tears from being smacked. Listen, man. Yo, he took it like a jeep, man. He tried it. He tried. And Gabe was like, nah, fam. You saw me in the gym? You saw me in the gym? You saw me, me and my boy in the gym? We're all playing around this year. Come on now. So shout out to the whole team, man. Real talk. But before we go into talking about the Steelers and how we waxed that and all that stuff, we'll get into that. But there's there was a rumor that was out there today, and I, I didn't give it any wind. I didn't give it any, any you know what I'm saying, any oof behind it because all this chatter of like, Christian McCaffrey, now that Matt Rue got fired, rightfully so. That guy was a bum. He was a bum last year, and they brought his ass back. I don't know why. You guys didn't give your team a damn chance. But I guess they they invested in him, so they got to see what they got. And they got nothing. A one in four. The team is one in four, for crying out loud. But furthermore, Christian freaking McCaffrey. That's the chat right now. Now that there's no head coach over there, you want to try to move on McCaffrey? Like what's changed? You think you I, I just don't understand the why that all of a sudden McCaffrey is is up for you, know what I'm saying, debate on whether he's gonna get traded or not. Why would the Panthers give him up? That's their only chance right now. Chubb Hubbard is cool, but nah. You ain't McCaffrey. PJ, PJ Washington, who is it? P. J Washington, PJ Johnson. I don't know who the PJ out there is gonna be a man in that, that position, but the Bills. Trading for McCaffrey, it's like back to the whole Saquon thing. What are you giving up for for McCaffrey? They're gonna want something. And if you really think about it, is that the type of running back that we that we want on this squad? We just got James Cook. So what you're telling me is if you're going for McCaffrey, that's why I know it's bullshit. But if you're going for McCaffrey, that tells me that you failed on James Cook and you want nothing to do with James Cook. You want nothing to do with James Cook. You don't want nothing. You want nothing to do with Zach Moss. Those those aren't your guys, but more specifically, James Cook. That's what that tells me. But they're not going to do that because that admits failure. And Brandon Bean is not a guy that is going to just give up that quickly. He will hold out. He will hold out as much as he can because he already made that mistake by moving on from Wyatt Teller. Had he held on to Wyatt Teller, things change. Now, we got what we needed out of Wyatt Teller, don't get me wrong. But he's not going to quickly just get rid of something he drafted. So he's going to, especially some, somewhere that high, Like look how long he held on to Zay Jones until you got, okay, I'm done with Zay Jones. You feel me? So this whole McCaffrey chat, I am buying it. Not buying it. Now, if it does happen, what's going to change? That's my thing. What's going to change? We had this team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, on their back. We had them on their back. You know what I'm saying? We could do what we wanted with them. And you think, all right, we're, gonna, we're just going to run the ball and just smash, you know, smash right through them. Just says, let's go. No, we decided to keep throwing the freaking rock. We, we ran the ball 18 times. 18 times. Golly, man. But that tells me that we could do what the hell we want at will. If I want to run, I'll run. If I don't, and I want to throw the ball up, I'm going to throw the ball up. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And that's exactly what they did. And that's what, what we're doing now. They don't really, the, the run is, is not a priority for the Bills because they are so damn good at airing the ball out. And I have to come to grips with it. I hate it because there is going to come a time where we're going to need to run the rock. And then it's going to become foreign to us. It's going to become foreign. We're like, What? Running the rock? I, I, I forgot how to do that. All I know how to do is run routes and, and pass block. Hopefully that changes. Hopefully that changes. My man Bullish Bill says, yo, I posted this a week ago in the in the Facebook group. Oh, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but all right, cool. But I saw my man uh, David. What's up, David? Stracha. Stracha? I'm going to say Stracha. Uh, win now, Rico. CM versus Cook. I would go with CM over Cook in the passing game in close matchups. So, I mean, listen, there's there's no debate. I would take CMC over James Cook. Like there's no there's no debate, not whatsoever. I just don't think they're gonna do it. I just don't think you can do it because you got to give up something for it. And the Panthers, Lord knows they need a lot of help on that squad. They ain't just gonna give that up. So, um, but the bills the bills the bills aren't gonna give up a whole lot. And neither the Panthers are not just gonna give up CMC. Their fran- their face to the franchise. He is their face to the franchise. You remove CMC from that team. Who's the face? to the franchise, LaVisca Chanel, Chubb Hubbard, right? Like Anderson, Baker Mayfield, like they got nobody, man. They don't have anybody for, for them to be the, the, maybe that corner, the rookie corner they got. I forgot his name. Like, nah, man. It's not happening. Or sorry, the second year corner. It's just not happening. So like in order, if you're going to get rid of the face of your franchise, like, like Saquon Barkley, you got it. You're going to have to get some up. So I'm not buying it. I don't know who put it. Here's the thing. Here's another thing I got. I got to put out there. Right. Let's just say it was Rico from the Buffalo fanatics. that say, hey, by the way, guys, I heard that CMC is coming to Buffalo. Everybody was like, well, would you hear that? You know what I mean? And then it doesn't happen. Boy, would I get my ass roasted and it's happened before. You know what I'm saying? They got buddy puts out oh, coming to the bills. And then we just let it slide. Yo, where's the outrage? I'm like, ah, you're wrong. You're. Yo, Bills fans are funny, man. But anyway, let's move on. Back to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Absolute domination. Absolute domination. And I'm surprised. Because Mike Tomlin, I'm surprised that he didn't bring that Air Force One energy for the black ones. This guy was tiptoeing in the white Air Forces. It was the Bills that put the, the black Air Force Ones on. We were about that life. We are ready to get after it. We did not care. <laughs> In the words of Mike Tomlin, we do not care about your feelings. We ran up on you. You and those damn white Air Force Ones trying to keep them clean. Man, Black Air Force Ones, we we just, we, we roll different. And that's exactly what Josh and them boys did to y'all. The defense did the same damn thing. That was Black Force One energy. And I'm going to tell you right now, we need to bring that energy next week four o'clock you guys already know what it is now what did you take away from this game and that's what i want to get into right off the bat what did you guys take away from this game i'm curious you guys let me know because there were a lot of things that good and bad that could have been taken away from this game i'm curious to say what you guys what you guys are thinking pierre kingpin says yo we came in with them (laughs) new york timbo's man yo we listen, there's Timbos because nobody's trying to scuff your Timbs, man. Buckwheat Timbs, you're not trying to scuff your Timbs. People still care when they wear the Timbs. They'll stop you out, but they still care how they look. When you wear black Air Force Ones, you don't care about anything. Don't care. Cell phone falls out of pocket, don't care. You want to know, you're, you're about to get that first, and then I'll look for my cell phone. Timbo energy, if you're rocking you rock Timbalands, you still want clean Timbs. You're not trying to muck them up. Black Air Forces, everything's out the window. There are no rules. <laughs> and that's exactly what the Bills did to the Steelers, man. No rules, baby. Cage match, no rules, tables, all that stuff. But I like that. Timbo's, you can still get your work in, but you still want to try to get out clean. And essentially, it's like we, we could have did that. It's like we put the Air Force Ones in the first half, and then we put our Timbo's on in the second. Chilled out. <laughs> you feel them? TM17 says, Yo, Rico, my main question how did you feel about Knox contract? Um, I didn't mind the Knox contract, really, really and truly, because it's a it's a building piece. Now, and it's a great question, by the way. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna refer to what happened last night. Look how important a, a tight end, a good tight end is to a quarterback. That is that is your blanket. That is when your receivers aren't getting open or not, or I can't, you, your vision's not there. You can go to old reliable. And that was Travis Kelsey yesterday for Pat Mahomes. Four touchdowns of the red zone off of 25 yards. Essentially, the Raiders did a good job of bracketing him and keeping him from, from blowing the game up. Problem is, where it really counted is where y'all forgot to, to cover. I mean, those touchdowns, The routes that he ran weren't crazy routes. It was just guys that just, I don't know, they assumed that they had everything under control. And then Travis was like, nah, man, me and this guy have been doing this. We've been doing this type of work. Y'all better do your homework. Thank goodness that we have a defense that, A, is familiar with this team, and, B, have the dogs to match up with this team. I don't know what the hell happened to the Razor, I say. the The Raiders freaking pissed me off, man. And I'm not am not a Raiders fan whatsoever. But watching that game, I was frustrated. So damn frustrated, man. Can we talk about that? Let, let, let me just pause on these Bills talk real quick. Because you got me talking about tight ends and Dawson Knox contract. I like Dawson Knox contract. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I think it was, it was fair. And I think that he's going to be a big piece of, of, of this offense going forward with Allen. with Allen. But let's go to this freaking Raiders game. Alright? So... First and foremost, kudos to McDaniels for not abandoning the run. Knowing that you have a dog in Josh Jacobs and you keep running that man. And the, and the freaking Raiders, excuse me, the, the Chiefs could not stop him. He had 154 yards on the ground. The guy just could not be stopped. The guy is just an all-around dog of a back. Now, the freaking Raiders, man. Number one, McDaniel. Freaking McDaniel, man. Why the hell would you go for two? You gain nothing when you go for two. Tie the freaking game up. There was four minutes left. Four minutes left. There was like four, three to four minutes left, and you decide to go for two because the analytics? What? Did you forget that you have freaking Pat Mahomes back there and Andy Reid? Yo, we thought we had it in the bag, and we had 13 seconds left on the clock. Your bum ass decided to go for two with four? But the analytics, what? Boy, you deserve to lose that game. You deserve to lose that game, man. Golly, going for two. And then your team stops the Chiefs. Had you just gone for one, as a tie ball game. Less pressure on you. You can do things differently and keep it moving. But nope. You fail on fourth down, and now the team just gets to milk the freaking clock. Ugh, y'all make me sick, bro. The Raiders, I'm not a Raiders fan, but I was sick for Raiders fans. Sick. I was sickened. Watching that, that like, Hunter Renfro, know your role, number one. Know your freaking role. What are you trying to get the shine for? I don't know. I'm not going to blame Hunter Renfro. You know what I'm saying? Lions communicated, like, miscommunication, both receivers in the same area. It's happened to the Bills before. I think it was against the Titans where there was two players in one area. It's like, come on, what are y'all, do y'all doing? Well, Hunter and Devontae in the same area, y'all knock each other down, and that's it? That's the game? Now, I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick with Colin Cowherd. Now, I'm, on, I'm off of that Raiders game. Raiders, y'all suck, man. Y'all freaking suck, man, and y'all deserve to lose that game. Devontae Adams, bro. Yo, instead of you taking your frustration out on that cameraman and he's about to take you for a ride, my guy, he's going to, but he's about to take you for a ride. You should have, you should have put your hands on McDaniel, number one. And then number two, put your hands on Hunter Renfro. Get your ass out the way, man. Golly, the Raiders, man. God, if I'm, if I'm a a Raiders podcaster, bro, I'm losing my ish. Yo, rated on Rico would be. You would have had Raider Rico all four weeks. Straight up. Devontae Adams was pissed. And I'm sure he's still satisfied with with the move he made to go to the Raiders. I'm sure he's still satisfied with it. But he is frustrated as ever. And he took it out on that poor cameraman. He pulled the Dennis Rodman. He pulled the Dennis Rodman. That's what he did. And now this guy is about to make a boatload of money off of Devontae Adams. And let me tell you this. The, the, the word out there is he's a police. Cha- he's, he's charging him. He's charging Devontae Adams. Crazy. All right. But I mean, everybody's it You pushed him. And number two, he was in the hospital. I don't know for what injuries he sustained to go to the hospital, but he was in the hospital. So guess what? You're about to get fined, and I wouldn't be surprised if they suspended you. They, they, they got to do something. They can't just let him ride and say, yo, here's, a, here's your fine. That, yo, he just lot of, he lost a lot of money. By the way, if you guys are tuned in for the first time, please do me a favor, smash that like. If you guys are back again, once again, you guys are, are valued and and you guys are longtime viewers. Smash that like even harder. Appreciate you. David Cool is yo, he fired He fired the car- that man, the cameraman just got money. Oh, he definitely got money. He definitely got money. Yeah, man, he shouldn't have did that. Listen, there, there's a I don't know if you've seen this meme before where uh, there, there's pretty much a wolf. A wolf and there's a cliff. And there's a cliff and there's a wolf. And there's a bird or a hawk or an eagle right, right on the offset of the, off the cliff, right? It's just flying on the cliff. And they show the wolf just so freaking angry at this, this hawk or bird or whatever. He's, and it's going to leap off the cliff to get the bird right? Problem is you're in your anger. You're so freaking mad you're not even thinking that you're about to jump off the cliff and try to get this freaking bird that's sitting there like going to watch you just fall. And that's exactly what happened to Devontae Adams. The guy was so upset and disappointed or whatever the case is, the first person he could take his anger out on was a poor cameraman. And the cameraman is about to get paid. Apparently he's asking for $100,000. So you're not only you gonna get fined by the league, you're probably gonna get suspended by the league, who knows how long. And then you're gonna get you got a a charge on you. It's probably gonna get dropped, but you never know. And then Devontae, you're gonna remember this one. You will remember this one. That push is probably worth 100000 dollars You damn right it is. (laughs) My man's gonna be seeing Kia the way the whole way, a whole way to court, my neck my back. You push me and I'm making money. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, he's going to be singing Kia all day. Man, the Raiders suck. I'm sorry. I had to say that, man. They suck, man. I'd be pissed if I was a Raiders fan. Devonta Adams, shame on you, first of all. Taking the bump, taking out on a poor, poor little cameraman trying to do his damn job. Come on. Come on now. My man Noble says, yo, that cameraman was lying on the ground like crackhead easel from Did Friday, my neck, my back. I'm telling you, man. But he actually got up somewhat. I look like he kind of rolled back up to get back into what he was doing. Then it kind of panned away. But anyway, we're off of the Raiders, man. I'm I'm done because they pissed me off so much. I'm getting mad talking about it because freaking McDaniel. McDaniel, you bum, man. Anyways, back to the Bills because that's that's where it's at. So let's talk about five takeaways. All right. And I'm curious to see. What you guys took away from this uh, this Bills team, right? What were your five takeaways from this game? Well, I'm. A, I, let me start with this one. Ken freaking Dorsey. Ken Dorsey has risen to the challenge, and not how, not only has he risen to the challenge, he has got that thing in a headlock, and he's and he's earning every bit of it. Like, kudos to Ken Dorsey. Didn't change a whole lot. He's come in and has, has has instilled himself into this team. They know him well enough that he's earned all their trust. He's earned their trust. and it, And how he did it was obviously showing his fiery nature all through camp, all through the four years that he's been with them. So they know him well. And then what we'll put the icing on the cake, was when he lost his shit when we lost to the Dolphins. Just moving shit around, and they loved it. And that's what you want to do for your team. You ride for your team. My man called him King Ken. Well, guess what? King Ken is getting all the love from this team, and he's getting all the love from me, because King Ken, right now, five weeks into the season, he's got the Bills number one in yards a game, number one passing team. And he's got the number two points per game. He's got the number two offense in the league. We're scoring 30 points a game, guys. 30 points a game. And we knew that this was going, the first seven games was going to be a tough seven games. Did we not? We talked about that, right? The first seven games was going to be a gauntlet. But it's not looking like that because the Bills are so potent on offense. We're making teams that are supposed to be decent look like freaking elementary freaking teams, like a little G, a JV team. And we're being we're being slaughtered right now from the media saying oh, they didn't play anybody it's because we're making it look like they they're trash. We've exposed them. The Rams, the Rams were supposed to be a good team. They didn't really lose many pieces. The old line had to be reshuffled a little bit, but they still got some damn good pieces on their team on their team. Alan Robinson got added. OBJ got lost. It's fine. But they still got can makers. They still got they still got them, some dogs on that squad. They brought in their linebacker in there. They were still supposed to be a good team. And we came in there and waxed them 31-10. And then people have looked at the film that the Bills put on, on the Rams, and that's that's how that's how the league works. What the hell? The Bills waxed the the Rams? What did they do? Okay, let's see what we did. And now the Rams just look like whatever. All right, the Titans. Titans were the number one seed last year. Yes, they lost AJ Brown. Yes, they lost uh um uh Harold. I think it's Harold. Is Harold I'm saying right? Their defensive line. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they're still a decent team. And we crushed them 41-7. 41-7. A well-coached team in the Titans. 41-7. The Dolphins squeaked out a win against us. That's fine. I thought we were going to split that anyway. And we'll believe me, we'll get them right back, back in where the week 15. We'll be back with you guys. Then the Ravens, a tough one, a tough game against the Ravens. We came back from 17 down. 20 unanswered points. Let's roll. 23-20. And then Steelers, 38-3. That's the first time the Steelers have gotten beat down this bad since 1989. Fan, that's 30-plus years ago. We're making teams look pedestrian. But some people want to shit on us saying, like, we didn't play anybody. Y'all didn't play nobody. Boy, please, man. Stop playing with me because the the first seven weeks is a tough week, man. The first seven weeks of the season, we're going to be tough. But we're making it look easy. David Reed comes in and says, "Uh, one and four in the red zone. We still got a lot of cleanup. Mm, David, don't try to steal my thunder, baby. Don't try to steal my thunder. Don't try to steal my thunder, bro. So, Ken Dorsey, great freaking job, fella. Let me go back to my notes. Ken Dorsey, number one, rise to the challenge. That's my first takeaway. Love what he's doing with his offense. Number two, red zone freaking offense, man. I don't know about y'all, but we've got to be better in the red zone. We've got to be better in the red zone. And that's why I was getting mad at my man David, because David, David Reed was like, hey, man, we're running for in the red zone. We still got to clean that up. You damn right. That's what I took away. Because we went against a team that, you know what I'm saying, we made them look not so great. But what needs to, what we need to, to really clean up on is our ability to close in the red zone. I remember when Dable was here, that was one thing that we practiced a lot the last couple of years was how we do in the red zone. And we were very potent in the red zone. We need to be better in the red zone, folks. There's no, there's no and, ifs, buts about it. We do. And I'm about, I'm about to pull the stats up. For what how we've been doing in the red in uh in the red zone, excuse me, and third down efficiency. So right now, we're one of the best in third down efficiency. We are 34 for 61. Just 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 above 50%. We're like 55, 56%. 55 excuse me. 55.74. Oh, that's close. I made I I was trying to round it out. A red zone is where we need to get better. And I just had it and I just I just lost it. Damn it. We need to get better in the red zone. Like we're, we, and you saw the last few games. We're just, oh, we just missed that one. Oh, we just didn't. There was one, one great ball that was gonna go to uh, uh, Stephon Diggs, just out of his grasp, just out of his grasp. We need to just clean. We just need to clean it up, man. Once we clean it up, once we get a nice little rhythm, we're set. But once we get in the red zone, we've got to finish. We can't just come away with field goals. Field goals. Listen, they don't. It's just not enough. It's just not enough. Field goals are not enough. We've got to do more. And we're a good team, man. We're a very good team. And teams like teams like ours need to be able to capitalize in the in the red zone. That's that's how that's how you close teams out. When you get in there, you handle your business. The House TV, what up, man? What's happening? Thanks for that super chat. I appreciate that. Um, I bought a white Jersey last year, excuse me. I bought, you gotta be saying a white Jersey. I bought a Trey white Jersey last year and he was out and I bought a high Jersey this year. And now he's out. Whose Jersey should I buy next? Nathan Peterman, Nate Peterman. Um, (laughs) thank you for letting me, uh, yell out Nate Peterman. Uh, if you're going to buy a Jersey, I would uh, suggest that you don't buy any jerseys. How about that? Refrain from buying jerseys, sir, because, uh, it seems as though every Jersey you buy, it seems to, uh, bring some bad luck to some of the players on our team. So how about you knock it off and put the wallet away, put the credit card away, and just just watch like the rest of us. Now, if you want to go buy a jersey, do what you will with it. Go buy a Patrick Mahomes jersey. Go buy a Travis Kelsey jersey. You know what I'm saying? Go buy a Kansas City jersey. I mean, do that. that, or that, that maybe that, that'll, uh, <laughs> that'll help us in one way. But uh, yeah, refrain from buying jerseys, sir. Thank you. And that comes from all the bills mafia. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you right now, man. We we've got we've got to we've got to be better in third in the red zone. That's for sure. That's one of the takeaways that I had. Uh, that's takeaway number three. Number two, excuse me, my man Pierre King here. What up, Pierre? Because it says Josh Allen d ball looks potent, man. Him having that in that bag, sheesh. He can do it anytime he wants to. And I remember remember a couple years ago where we were like. He was going deep, but just wasn't connecting, right? John Brown just wasn't, it wasn't connecting with John Brown. It just was just off last year. He was, he was fine tuning it, especially at the beginning of the year, missing, missing on wide open receivers. It's just not there. He's absolutely refined his deep ball passing. He's refined it to the point where you can back, he can throw that shit off his back leg. He's got traffic coming his way. He's got somebody in his face and it's just a flick of the wrist it's a flick of the wrist I would and I would, I would hate to be in this position. And I, I would really like to see that. I mean, whenever we're going to see this, but anyway, I would love to see that we have to go all out for a hail Mary. Right. And I would love to see just Allen just crank that thing. And I'm talking about like wherever the hell we are. And we have to watch out because he'll probably throw out the end zone. So like from the 20 yard line and just crank that thing. And you know, he can buy time. He knows how to buy time. So all the hogs, just got to protect him. Give, him. give him three or four seconds to really let these guys get downfield, right? All our guys run, you know, 40 yards in 4-4, four, 4-5 four, four, speed, right? So it, give him four or five seconds. He'll take that time. Get you to the end zone and just let him heave that thing. I would love to see him crank one because we never really get to see a full motion because he makes it look, look so easy. Just a flick. And that's 60 yards down the freaking like dude, man. Unbelievable. But he's got that at his disposal. And that's lovely to have. My goodness. Pierre comes in the Again, he goes, uh, what did Pierre say? Pierre's saying, time for <laughs> time for a slight concern with Tyler Bass. My guy's starting to look human. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't be getting on Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass is still Tyler Bass. You know what I mean? Tyler Bass is still Tyler Bass man. I'm not I'm not I'm not concerned with Tyler Bass, truth be told. Um but if you want to bring a concern up, uh it's not with Tyler Bass. I would I, I would bring the concern up with with if anything the holder because usually that's usually what the problem is. It's usually the hold is a little off, the laces are out a little bit. So if you're going to if you're going to get on someone, it's about the holding, but even then I'm nitpicky. I'm nitpicky. And my man Bobby Rake absolutely agrees with me. Buy Mahomes jersey. If you're gonna buy, if you're gonna shell up some good money, go ahead, go ahead and 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 get that Pat Mahomes jersey. You're gonna spend a good dollar on that, but you are helping all of Bills Mafia when you do that. Good on you, sir. Bill's mafia will thank you later. Now, on to my next point. Point number one, Ken Dorsey. Point number two, we've got to be better in the red zone. We've got to be better in the red zone. Number three. DBs will be, listen, the DBs were challenged. That's what I took away from that. And it concerns me slightly because the guy that I've been critical of only because it's not hate but I've been critical because he's manning that position at the cornerback spot, and that's Kair Elam. Kair was definitely challenged. They went at his ass and did not stop. Don't take my word for it. Hey. And it's caught by Pickens. Nine. First and ten.
0: Rolling. Completing. There's Pickens. Pittsburgh is driving down to the 13-yard line. Take them eight plays to get to this.
2: Count going into this game for 85% of the
0: Bills' total yards. Okay, here's Pickett getting a completion. There's Pickens stretching it out. They may give him the yardage for the first. Let's get healthy, Jim. Third and five. Here's Pickens. goes a deep ball to Pickens. He holds the ball up with two hands as if to say, see, I've got it. Another great catch by got to get to the 14 for a first. Good protection. This pass floating out of bounds. Cameron Hayward, it's like that's a big deal, and I'm in your world now. And pick it. Sideline route, and it's after young Sheldon on CBS to go and hurry up. He'll look for a second option this time Tone. And again it's Pickens. Look at him.
1: No, poker, 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 Tom poker, poker.
0: Belich- well, that was number one at twenty-one. Okay. okay. check with nineteen. Oh, there you go. Of course. Here is Pickett. He I might have been
2: there for one or two of those games. Now, George Pickens is a beast. Number one. Let's get that out of the way. Let us get that out of the way. But the Pittsburgh Steelers saw something. They saw something. In 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 they saw something in watching film, and they said, okay. That's where we're going to attack. George, get ready. And that he did. Six receptions, over 80 yards, off of eight targets. Now, not all of them were on um, Kyrie Elam, but they were definitely targeting Kyrie Elam. And if you think Kenny Pickett was able to get six and 83 against Kyrie, what the hell do you think Pat Mahomes is going to do? And I got a bone to pick with a lot of these Bills fans, always trying to make excuses for our players. Sometimes it's okay to be critical of our players, fellas. He was in zone all the time. It's going to happen. No, the f- no, he wasn't always in zone. Did you not watch? I just gave you the footage, man. There were at least two to three plays where he's in man-to-man coverage. His forte. And George Pickens, I mean, George Pickens is George Pickens, but George Pickens still did his work. So I'm not mad at it. I said it last, I said it with my last show. These are not L's, these are more lessons lessons learned for our guy kairi Elam, but it's still i still get concerned because now we're now we're about to go up against the elite of all elite quarterbacks in pat mahomes there's only two or three elite quarterbacks playing right now in the league and that's josh allen and pat mahomes nobody else is really on that elite level like these two guys are jalen hurts is actually playing pretty well as well but i'm not putting him on the stage with pat mahomes and josh allen so and the DBs, I'm not just going to put it on Kyir, but Kyir stood out to me more because they went at his, they went at his ass because they saw some things that he does in camp and excuse me in on film. And I've been saying it for a long time, and he bails early, so they're going to close that cushion. If I see a DB that bails, I'm mean, you don't want to even tell my quarterback, yo, keep going to me. This guy's scared. He shook. Simple as that. So Robinson. Uh, Valdez, Cantling, I think he—I I think his name is over there. Um, they got—they got some decent receivers out there. And if they saw what we saw, they're gonna try Kyer. So Kyer better be ready. I'm just saying he better be ready. And he's—and this is a big challenge for him. And he has an opportunity to answer that call, answer that call. And I—and I look forward to it. And I think he's gonna redeem himself. I actually believe he's gonna redeem himself. Big stage. This is it. This is where you gotta show us what you're really made of. We drafted you in the first round, show us this is why. for moments like these, when we have to go against speed guy, you have a 43940, you're 6-1, dude, thats that's ideal. That's ideal. so you're going to learn a lot, but boy, this is gonna be this is going to be a test for you this week. So our DBs were challenged, more specifically Kyir Elam, but we handled it very well because guess what? Kyir was like, all right, I am getting cooked a little bit, but let me redeem myself by playing that man under. There was a, there was a, there was a man under safety over top. He was underneath. He played it perfectly. Boom. Right in position. Be in the pl- right place, right time. That's exactly what Kyrie did. Bend, but not break. That's great. So I'm not, I'm not going to poo poo all over Kyrie. but there were some moments where I was like, fam, boy, if Kenny Pickett can see it, you know, Pat Mahomes is going to see it. So we got to fix that. And if you think I'm bullshitting, if you guys think I'm lying or you guys think I'm, I'm, I'm over exaggerating. cool. Throw that potato, potato, you know, the potato spud on that, that chat. But if you feel like I'm speaking a little truth, give me that thumbs up. Give me that. Give me this. Give me the flames. Give me something that gets that. We are on the same page. Give me that microphone. Do whatever you want. But y'all know what I'm talking about. House TV says, yo, after five years, I can finally say pay Edmonds. Y'all ready to pay Edmonds? I mean, he's earned it so far. So far. He's earned it. Can't go wrong with it. By the way, I got to give a shout out to my man slick crook what up slick crook the shooter what's happening bro he goes Rico I think I just figured out Josh Allen's nickname the other day you asked what's Josh Allen's nickname gonna be I call him big boy Josh but I sat here today and I thought his nickname should be Top Gun <laughs> Top Gun huh I'm gonna call him Maverick by the way I just saw I just recently saw Top Gun really good movie um Top Gun huh I don't know, man. Allen, I still like the truth. That The boy is just the truth, man. He just, that's, that for me, that's what I'm going to call him. He's the truth. Y'all can call him the Winter Soldier. Uh, I like that nickname, too. But, like, Josh has just, there's so many nicknames for this guy. But NFL doesn't do nicknames like the NBA does. You know what I'm saying? You got Kawhi Leonard's a claw. You know what I mean? LeBron James the King. You got Kobe. was was, they called him Bean or they called him, you know what I'm saying, Mamba. Like, they, I mean, the big ticket Kevin Garnett, like they had the AI, they had nicknames. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Fundamental. And in, in the NFL, they don't really do nicknames for people, right? So, I mean, there's a couple hate here and there, but like not a whole lot. But for Josh Allen, to me, man, he's the truth, man. Straight up. The truth. That boy is nice like that. Anyway, moving on. So, number one, Ken Dorsey. Number two, red zone. We got to be better in red zone. Number three, DBs. We're going to be challenged. Be ready for it. Be ready for it. That opportunity to step up because they are coming your way. Uh, K- Casey Baffield looked awful. Good thing for the Chiefs, the refs felt like they had to make up for a bad roughing the passer call by calling five or six flags in a row against the Raiders. Ooh, let me take a break from that. Let me take a break from my takeaway and talk about these freaking refs ruining the damn game. Yo, you're ruining the the op- Listen, you're ruining the game for the viewers. The viewer is trying to watch a wonderful game. And then here come the revs messing things up. You're not only messing things up for those that love to just watch the game for the game itself, but you're ruining it for those that put money on the line. You know what I mean? The betters out there. I'm not a big better. I don't bet. I mean, here and there I used to, but I haven't bet at all in the last couple of years, not bet. And there's a lot of money that goes onto this. And if you have, you know what I'm saying? Like the game was online and that call alters the whole thing. You'd lost some guy hundred grand or you lost some guy 60 grand or whatever, bro. It's problematic. Now that's, that's their fault. First of all, for betting and gambling, and all that bull, but these refs are taking over the game way too much. Know your role. Just call the game the way it's supposed to be called and stop guessing. Well, it looked like, no man, did you get it? Or you didn't, did you see it with your own eyes or you didn't that Chris Jones call was absolutely dog shit. Horrible. Listen, somebody tried to tell me Matt Milano's hit was vicious. Knock it off. Matt Milano was just a light, a light push, and then Tua just happened to fall very awkwardly and smash his head. It happens. Brett, um, Tom Brady gets whipped to the ground. I don't give a damn if he's 55 years old. Don't play then. They whipped him to the ground. A regular sack. Call that. Are you freaking kidding me? And Atlanta had a chance to make a march back to march and try to win this game. And now here comes Chris Jones. Chris Jones is an absolute animal and he earned that sack. And then the refs bailed out the freaking Raiders. You got to be kidding me. What a damn joke. And that call is supposed to be something that's usually called for the home team, not the away team. What a freaking joke that was dog shit call. The guy F- rips the fumble, and not only that, he braced himself with his left arm, meaning he didn't put all his weight on Carr. car. But these refs, are, they're getting in the way. Stop getting in the way of a damn good game. It's a piss-off. My man David says, Yuriko, we've been beating boys so bad, it's taken, it's taken them weeks to recover. Even the Dolphins were decimated. Hey, man, injuries happen. Injuries happen, you just got to roll with it. You got to roll with it just like anybody else. I just, I just, I just like the fact that we are, we're, we're doing all right so far, we're doing all right. David Coolis, don't be a dickhead. <laughs> he gives me the thumbs up and the potato. Don't be, don't be that guy, <laughs> you clown. <laughs> but anyway, y'all catch what I'm saying, man. I appreciate y'all, I really do. Now, uh, my man Nicholas comes in and says, hey, Winter Soldier has stuck a bit with the NFL YouTube. Um, So did I read that right? Winter Soldier has stuck a bit with the NFL YouTube. Um. I mean, Winter Soldier's cool. But, like, he, he isn't just a Winter Soldier. He's just that dude, man. He's the general. I mean, that's another nickname, the general. Everybody loves that man. He's legit. He's that good. He's that good. Now, let's go back to the list. So, Ken Dorsey, number one. Number two, Red Zone. Number three, DB's getting challenged. Number four. It seems as though this is what I took away from the game. And it, it, it saddens me. But it's just the reality. We just don't care to run the football. We don't. Did you not notice that? This was the prime game. We had prime opportunity to fine-tune the run game, to fine-tune run fits, to fine-tune, you know what I'm saying, gap responsibilities, and you know what I'm saying, moving to second level. We had the opportunity for guys to jump in and really get their touches. And we didn't, we didn't take advantage of it. I don't understand why we didn't. And I came to the we we do we just don't give a damn to run the football. We feel that we can just throw the ball left, right, center, and nobody can touch us. That's how confident these Bills, this Bills team are, is. That's how confident this quarterback is. That's how confident this offense is. I get it but there's going to come a time that we need to run the football. And right now there's just no need because we're just airing it out and nobody can stop it. And it's not going to be any different with the chiefs because the chiefs defensively aren't that great either. I mean, you saw what happened yesterday. They let Derek Carr in that offense, And not that they're, they're terrible. It's a different type of offense. They actually run the football to kind of keep it balanced and, and, and kind of, you know what I'm saying? Have the team guessing us, there is no guessing with us, man. We'll sprinkle in a couple runs here just to kind of throw you off, but we live in the air. We live in the air. And that's what it's going to be. And I've I've taken away to like I'm to get all pissed off every damn week saying run the ball. They don't give a damn to run the ball. They don't. They just don't. It's just it's it's, it's clear. You get 18 carries. Of the 18 carries, Josh had 6 of them. Sorry. Of the 18 carries, Josh had 5 and um, Case Keenum had two. There's seven. There's almost half your carries right there. They don't care. Devin Singletary had six. And um, what do you call? It? James Cook had four. And then you had one for Zach Moss. They don't care. They absolutely don't give two shits. You know what I'm saying? But I will say this though. I know a lot of people say, "Well, you've been hating this whole time, and you just want to get, you don't want to get no love." It's not third. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some love to James Cook because on that run that James Cook made, it was a, n- a nice vision. Good vision. That's, and that's one thing I've said before with James Cook is he's a smooth runner. He's a finesse runner. He ain't no between the tackles, you know what I mean? Bang heads and and you know what I'm saying? He's a smooth, finesse, patient runner. You know what I'm saying? And if he's got, he's got the speed, he should be able to hit those holes and get going. I haven't seen that yet. But this run right here, you got to give him credit for it the rookie up
0: the middle Cook to the end zone and a touchdown his first swimsuit check sunscreen check phone charger check Well, there he is. That's your second round pick. You know, just needing to perfect some of his little stuff over and over. But what a perfect cutback! Then you see the acceleration. You see the ability. I mean, that shows up. One of the things is just learning the NFL and knowing protections and knowing what to do. But he's instinctive. And he processes things really naturally. He's got smooth reads and cuts.
2: Shout out to James Cook, man. Nothing more pretty than a cutback. When you're going one way and you see just the line, everything just move with you. And you're like, there's a lane right there. A beautiful lane takes the lane. And Minka, Minka Fishbacker is no joke. He's a solid tackler, all-around player. And he may make it look like a, just a second-tier player. You got to give him credit. You can't even hate on that. Smooth delivery, got it on time, cut back. And then the rest is history. He does his own thing. Now, here's my thing. Did he do enough there to earn the trust of Ken Dorsey to say, all right, man, just give me the ball. Give me the freaking ball. Give me the ball. Uh, Because I personally would like to see more. I want to see more of James Cook. What pisses me off, though, is that we just don't care to run the football. Six carries, you get two, you get, like, come on, son. We drafted the guy in the second round. Are we going to use him or not? He's a rookie. I don't give a fuck about if he's a rookie or not, man. That's the easiest position to jump in and get work done. You've been doing it your whole life. There's no nuances about running the rock, you know what I'm saying, as a running back. You're not playing the quarterback position. That's a whole different ballgame. You are the running back. If you're not getting the ball, you're either running a route or you're pass protecting. Right? It's a pitch. It's a counter. It's a trap. It's a dive. Like. There's nothing. There's, there's no nuances, man. You know what the deal is. So like, there's no like, oh, I need to learn how to nah, fam. Like you, you've been playing. You went to Georgia. You've been playing against guys that were baller, like you. Your brother's in the league. He knows what it is. Get him in the game. Like, what we, what are we wasting time for, man? Do you not know what you have in Zach Moss? You don't know yet. You're not sure. You don't know what you have in Devin Sinclair? You're not sure yet? You don't know? If, if there was any indication, if there's any, don't, listen, King, King Noble's trying to get me going right now. <laughs> if there's any indication what a back looks like and what it, it's, it's just pretty to see is what you saw Josh Jacobs doing in between the tackles, just gritty, banging, and all that good stuff. Dude had his shoe off, took his shoe, threw it to the side, and put a freaking linebacker on his ass. Running backs are a dime a dozen, are they? I, ju- I would just like to see us utilize our second-round draft pick somehow, some way, maybe this game. Like, man, I want to have this guy succeed. Dude, do I ever. But I don't see nothing yet. And Dorsey's just sitting here just, just letting us air it out. And we, can, we do it so damn well. How do you say no? How do you say stop it? How do you say no mass? No more, no more throwing? We're putting points on. But one more point in point time, man. Just sprinkle that brother in, man. Golly. I would love to see more Cook, man. And if I have an opportunity to, to big up Brees Hall, golly, Brees Hall looks good. I don't give a damn what y'all think. Brees Hall is the dude catching the football out of the backfield, 18 touches, almost 100 yards. Dude is legit. God, man, we missed out on that shit. But we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity with James Cook. But we just sitting on our hands just... But the beautiful thing about this is the Jets don't have a Josh Allen. You know what I'm saying? And when you have a Josh Allen, the ball needs to stay in Josh Allen's hand. And Josh Allen's hands. And that's my, like, I got to calm my ass down because, like, I want more. And I I share the same sentiments with a lot of Bills fans. I want to see more runs. But how do you take the ball out of Josh Allen's hands when he is that dude? He can run. He can pass. He can do it all. So how how do you take the ball out of his hands? And really at the end of the day, there's politics, whether you want to believe it or not. There's politics. You got a highly paid receiver in Stefan Diggs. You got a newly paid tight end in Dawson Knox. You got Gabe Davis that is surging. You put a lot of money in that O line. You put a you know what I'm saying? Like, and you got a you got a quarter bill, you got a quarter billion dollar freaking quarterback. You gotta leave that ball in his hands. It's the policies of it, man. You're not going to give it to a guy that just got here. Although it shouldn't matter because you want to win games, you got to do it. But there's a pecking order. And that's unfortunately what we're seeing right now. It's a pecking order. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. It's the it's just what it is. Walter, what up? Walter, Walter comes in and says, hey, Singletary is last on this team in yards per carry. I'm not sure where uh, where this perception of him clearly running the best is coming from. I think people are including Singletary's production as a catcher. Um, they are. They are definitely. Uh, they are definitely using. They're using the perception of him catching the football because he's been doing a better job this year of catching it. They put him out in space to catch the football. Um, but uh, looking at our depth, he's clearly our. He's been our best, more efficient runner. He has been with the touches that he's been getting. So right now. Josh Allen leads the team. Excuse me, Devin Singletary leads the league. Leads the team with forty touches. The next guy up is Josh Allen. The next guy up after that is Zach Moss, tied with James Cook. They both have seventeen carries apiece. Devin Singletary has one hundred seventy-one yards. Josh Allen two hundred twenty-five yards. Devin Singletary, Devin Singletary with forty carries is averaging four yards a pop, four point three. Zach Moss with 17 carries is averaging five. James Moss, excuse me, James, James Cook, excuse me, is averaging five yards a carry. But if they both have 17 carries. The longest rush from, Devin, from Zach Moss was 43 yards, and that was last game. Take that away. It's a whole different ballgame. James Cook, take that big runaway of 24 yards. It's a whole different ball game. You know what I'm saying? So with 40 carries at four yards a pop, He's more, he's he's our more efficient runner with the touches. Now, would you like to see James Cook get more touches? Absolutely. Why aren't they doing it? They keep trotting out three running backs, a three running back system. Like, why are we still trotting out three running backs? Just last game, Zach Moss had one single carry. What is the point? What is the freaking point? Run with two backs and call it a day. And I feel like I talk about this every freaking week. But every week, it comes up. It's freaking annoying, man. That's real. I can't, I, can't, I can't stress that enough, man. And if I'm tripping, let me know if I'm tripping, man. And if you guys actually are feeling my frustration, y'all know what to do. Throw that mic up. By the way, my man M, or Miss M, man, if Cook can be smooth 24-7 like that, we got the new back. We got that new back. Not distant Singletary, but that run was Camaro-like. Chim- was listen, man, I'm not mad at that, actually. Kamara's a little more stronger. Like he can deal like the uh, James Cook is he's not like your strong back. Like you, he will go down like you give him up and he's down. He, he gives me that impression. Now I could be wrong, but that's what I've seen thus far. Um, but dude, it would be nice. To, wouldn't it be nice to see James Cook get like 10 carries? Let me see what he has with 10 carries. Let's see. Maybe he's it's the running back position, man. You need to give it get more touches, get more rhythm and then we get to see what you really like. It's hard to get kind of getting the rhythm. But like at the end of the day, you're a rookie. So the little opportunity that you get, you need to nail them. Case in point, that 24-yard touchdown run. The opportunities that you get, nail them. So that way it they you they can't deny you from being on the field. That's my main point. That's been I've been trying to get at. Look at Khalil Shakir. Khalil Shakir You already saw what it was. What did Khalil give you? Khalil gets in the game. Where's my man Khalil Shakir? Khalil, 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 Khalil. The guy right now, he's got nine targets, five receptions, 98 yards. He has 75 yards receiving off of three catches and a touchdown. That's called making most of your opportunities. Straight up. (laughs) New Mexico's a Eureka and his love affair with Brees Hall. You damn right. You damn right, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe James Cook opened some eyes with his run, and maybe he's getting the grasp of this offense. Because another part of his, so Bobby says, you can't use a yards per yards per carry argument there. I don't like it either, but some people, some people want to use that as the end all be all. But the amount of targets, the amount of carries you get translates, right? So. If they if they had both sample size the same, different ball game. My man Jeff King, what up, Jeff? Jeff King says Jeff King comes in and says Singletary is never given a chance to warm. You were a back Rico, you know the ter- you know the term. It gets legit, <laughs> it does. But you need to get warm, and that's the thing. And right now, and that's why it got me frustrated with my takeaway. We don't care to run the football. We don't because when you give a guy six carries, you give a guy four carries. Like, how are you supposed to get a rhythm? How are you supposed to get warm? And How are you supposed to establish a damn run game? And to me, we don't give a damn. We don't because we we do so well passing the football. And how do you fault them? Because we've been doing it. We're the number one passing team in the league. We're the number one team in putting yards on the on the on the field. Number one in yards. Number one in passing yards. We're the number two offense in the game. How do you how do you like how do you deny that? You can't. You can't deny it. Until until it doesn't work, then go on and uh, and change it up. But I'm in I'm in the I'm in the camp of before it doesn't work, which I don't think it's ever going to. But before it starts to not work or have its challenges and its kinks, work in the run so we're still keeping teams off guard. But right now, they know what's up. They know we don't have a Josh Jacobs. They know that. And Andy Reid is no slouch. He's no dummy. He knows us very well. He knows. He knows Sean McDermott very well. So once again, it's gonna be it's gonna be a matter of mind games. Really, chess. Here we go again. This is what matchup number four between the Bills and the Chiefs. Here we go again. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. So that's uh that's the run game. So we don't care about the run game. That's uh that's my point. Another thing is. Uh, another takeaway I took from this was McDermott, McDermott and Leslie, Leslie Frazier were freaking dialed in. They were all the way dialed in in this game. I, and I, and the UK, listen, not just this game. They've been dialed in all year long. Look at the game plan they put against the Rams. Look at the game plan they put against the Titans. Look at the game plan, knowing that all those injuries that we sustained against the Dolphins, look at the game plan that they put up against that team, and we still almost came out with the win. Look at the game plan they put in the second half to adjust against the Ravens. And then look at what we did against his former teammate back in college, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott are all the way dialed in. And I'm here for it. And let's keep that up because we got a big one coming up against the damn Chiefs. And Andy Reid, he's an OG, triple OG in this game. There's nothing he has not seen. And Pat Mahomes and him seem to be like this. Eric Bieniemy, he's very well familiar with this team. So we're gonna see how this all plays out. It's gonna be fun. Once again, it's one of those teams, man. I'm like, there's not a whole lot. Of, like, there's like three teams that I, I despise in this league. Dallas Cowboys. That's number one. I'm just always gonna hate Dallas Cowboys. I'm like Stephen A. Smith. F Dallas Cowboys. New York Jets can't do it. Just can't. That green just, nah, can't do it. And you already know New England Patriots. I don't give a damn how bad they are with Billy Zappi or whatever the hell that dude is. I don't care. Those three guys can. Kansas City freaking Chiefs. They are my new team that I despise with all due respect. <laughs> freaking Pat Mahomes with that little scanter that he does, that little scamper, that little trot that he does. He prances. All oh, that bugs me, man. Got to knock that prance off of him. Just how he scampers to the freaking huddle. Oh my gosh. Drives me insane. But those freaking Kansas City Chiefs, they, boy, they, they drive me insane, man. That's another team I hate. Add that to the list. That's a fourth team I hate. Never really messed around with Kansas City Chiefs because I didn't fuck with them. But now, boy, they, they run me. They run my nerves. God, do they ever. My man said, yo, it's New Jersey Jets to you, sir. You're right about that. <laughs> Bill's Mafia, man, he goes, yo, Pats, Cowboys, and Steelers, now KC, too. You damn right. KC is up there for me. It's up there for me. And every time I see them play a team and I see I see what's-his-face is rolling right and just, just diamond all over the place, it just drives you, man. Yo, Reckless Rico, you are the best version of you when you tell it like it is. <laughs> I mean, shoot, when do I not tell it like it is, man? It may not be popular with a lot of people. I'll tell you that much. But I tell it like it is, boy. At least I try to. But anyway, McDermott, Leslie, dial all the way in. Kudos to y'all, man. Y'all got a big one. And this is a big one for both of y'all. Because the last time y'all faced Andy Reid, y'all faced a lot of embarrassment. National media, Bills Mafia, they were asking for Leslie Frazier's head. So Leslie, Sean McDermott. The whole front office, everybody under Bill's mafia, y'all got to redeem yourselves because that last game, I don't care that we lost because of 13 seconds. We, we get it. The point is, at the end of the day, we took an L. We lost because had we won that game, I guarantee you we would have beat the freaking Bengals and I guarantee you would have beat the Rams. And we showed you what we could have done to the Rams straight up. But I'm telling you right now, boy, oh, boy. This is a big one for Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier. This is big. I don't care what anybody tells me. Yeah, Pat Mahomes and, and, and Josh Allen, they're going to duel. They're going to get theirs. But it's who makes the major adjustments. That's what it's going to come down to. Execution and adjustments. Straight up. That's it. There's, don't, don't complicate life. That's what it's going to be. And all eyes are going to be on McDermott and Leslie Frazier. Because, boy, I can just hear it now. I can hear it now. Or I can hear, there you go. This is the cream of the crop. The Bills are the team to beat, which we are still. We are the team to beat. But this is a big test. Oh, it's going to be nice. All right? And last but not least, my last takeaway from this game. Josh Allen is just an absolute monster. The dude is just, I wrote it down. He is the number one threat in the NFL. He's the number one threat. He's a bigger threat than Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson is a scary man. He's a bigger threat than Pat Mahomes, and Pat Mahomes is a scary man. But what is scarier than those two? Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a freaking boogeyman. I'm telling you, man. Like, come up with all the the nicknames that you want, but to me, I like the truth of, He's the boogeyman, man. He scares the shit out of teams, bro. And I'm not even capping. I'm being for real. If I'm if I'm the Chiefs, I'm the the Jets, I'm the and Josh Allen is coming to town, I am freaking petrified. I'm not even trying to gas Josh Allen like that, but he's that dude. He's the truth. He's the boogeyman. Dude is scary as hell, man. You make him force him to pass, he will. And he will dot you for 500 yards if he wants to. No, no, no. Make him roll out. That's dangerous too. Don't do that. Keep him in the pocket. Play man to man. What? You turn your back on Josh Allen, he's gone for 17 yards. He's gone for 25. How do you you stop this dude, man? I'm not even, listen. I'm not trying to overblow this thing, man. He's just that good. He's scary. That's the takeaway I took from this game, man. The dude is freaking scary. He is the boogeyman. I'm sorry, man. Shit, Halloween, the Halloween control yet? Yo, put your Josh Allen jersey on and go out as the boogeyman. People are going to ask you, like, what are you? Hey, little guy, what are you? Are you Josh Allen? No, bitch. <laughs> I'm the boogeyman. What? Just say, and then your answer is put on the tape and you'll see what I'm talking about. Dude is scary. So when you guys go out for Halloween, trick or treat and chick or treat. Yo, the boogeyman. Just take, take some tape. And put it on Allen's back thing and just, just for now, just put Boogeyman because that's what he is, man. Dude is that dude. He is the dude. He is the truth. Josh Allen. That's what it is. Folks, those were my five takeaways. Big time takeaways. The the Steelers were a formidable foe by name, but when it can't, when it comes to it, they they didn't stand a chance. They didn't stand a chance. We're just the Bills are just a complete team. Now everybody's facing some some injuries. That there's there's nothing you can deny about that, but so are the Bills. And the Bills are still doing it. We don't have our two safeties. Two safeties are out. We don't have our corner. We don't have our middle linebacker. Like everybody went, well, we were injured. Well, so were we. And we still put up 38 points. Oh, by the way, and we didn't allow you to score a touchdown. So on top of that. Well, oh, you guys went up against a rookie. And y'all still had Najee Harris. Y'all still had Deontay Johnson. Y'all said, Kenny Pickett still put up 327. You just didn't get in the end zone. Now, one more thing I got to address. Colin freaking Cowherd. I like Colin Cowherd. I'm, he's, he's one of my favorites that I watch. Stephen A. Smith is my dude. I like Shannon. I like Skip. You know what I'm saying? I like, uh, I like a whole bunch of analysts out there, man. There's they're, they're, the new age analysts, man. They're legit. Love them all. So Colin Cowherd says some shit today. I was like, come on, fam, knock it off, man. And I get it. You're supposed to, you're supposed to drum up some, some, some love, and you, it's, it's the media thing. It's the media thing, right? So, <laughs> yo, my man Andrew Tadros is like, finally, you're addressing this shit. I guess I am. Buddy said today. Let me see if I can try to find the audio. It's a long audio, but I'm gonna. I'm just going to just give you the snippet, the snippet of it, and then we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving. I just I'm like, boy, you better cut it the f out. If you don't cut that shit out, bro, hold on, like calling like listen. Let me just play the audio for you guys. Oh, Tyree Kill and, left. I'm going to just fast forward it.
0: ...catches for three of those four. Okay. The only year Travis Kelsey didn't lead him in catches was the last year where Tyreek Hill was unhappy with his contract, and so they tried to get him more catches. The base, the foundation of this organization is the GM, the coach, the quarterback, the tight end, and that defensive tackle.
2: So right now he's talking about uh, how efficient the the Chiefs are, right? But he's going to go into this whole soliloquy of how good pat mahomes is and how special he is and then then he he mentions josh allen at the end and this is where i got beef with con coward
0: of course you take the five draft picks i watched them last night nothing's changed with this team they still fall behind yep (laughs) they're still the most talented chiefs they're still unbelievably smart and clever in the red zone they have the most talented quarterback i listen i can you can like aaron Rodgers. stop nobody in the league is close to Mahomes. Leadership coming from behind, arm talent. False,
2: false, 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 and more false. But I'll let him keep going.
0: Able to move. He's now separated himself. He's in the class by himself. Josh Allen.
2: See how he followed that up quickly? He's in a class by himself. Because Josh Allen does all those things and more. But let me continue.
0: Talented, but he doesn't. Let me run that back. Is close to Mahomes. Leadership coming from behind, arm talent, able to move. He's now separated himself. He's in the class by himself. Josh Allen's talented, but he doesn't win those games. As-
2: I beg your pardon? He doesn't win those games? Just this past week, down 20 to 3, down 17 points, Josh Allen wills his team back to a 23-20 victory. What do you call that? I call that bringing your team back put Them on your back and make them to come up against a good defense with the Baltimore Ravens. Let me let me let this guy finish and I'm gonna torch his ass afterwards. Let's go
0: close games like Mahomes does. Mahomes's career now is defined not only his talent coming from behind and winning these close games. Josh Allen hasn't checked that final box,
2: he's not. Mother are you kidding me? He hasn't checked that final box, De- Colin? Listen. And I know what you're doing. I know what Colin's doing. He's doing the media thing. He's getting people all riled up, and I get that part. But fam, all you had to do was ask your producers to go look back and like, uh, maybe Joy was like, "Don't no, no, stop!" No, last week he did. Like Colin kept going. He kept on going.
0: In these close games, he's winning blowouts. He's got a better defense. Yeah, he's got a better pass rush. You do. He has a defensive coach. We do. But Allen hasn't proven that he can win these close come from behind games like Mahomes, and that's what separates him.
2: Bullshit. That's bullshit. He did it last week against the Ravens. Clear as day. Down 17 points. Oh, just like the damn Chiefs to the Raiders. 17 points. Right? Let me go back. I'm not going to go back that far. The Rams. We were down against the Rams. What does Josh Allen do? He wills his team back to victory. Before he does that, he stiff arms Aaron Donald to say "Get out my way," and then hits Croft in the end zone. We win the game. That's not coming from behind, boy. You better stop calling coward. I like you. You're a good cat. You're a, you're entertaining. You've been doing this a long time. I always tell people, man, doing a show all by yourself every single day, 365 days a week, it's tough. You got to come up with something every single day. But this. This one, you should have threw out the window. And there's some things I say, I throw out the window. And that's cool, I'll take mine, and I'll come back next week and give you something nice, and then we we'll keep it moving. But this? No, sir. This doesn't cut it. Now, even furthermore, let me just give you some more to say that he came back. He didn't come back, though. Pat Mahomes didn't come back because the Raiders got to stop. The Raiders actually got to stop. So they had the ball back in order to go and win the game. But Hunter Renfro and freaking Devontae Adams collided, and that's how y'all won the game. Y'all won the game off of McDaniels' dumb ass going for two and failing, and y'all won the game because two receivers ran the same route and collided with each other, and you ran out the clock. So to say that Pat Mahomes is a closer, he came back, but he didn't. He actually failed. He failed to come back. So to say Josh Allen doesn't do those things, you're absolutely wrong in that thing, man. The Chiefs didn't win the game. They lost that shit. Now, did they come back and make it entertaining with the help of some refs? And the rest are horrible that game, by the way. But yes. But dude, don't act like the man came back and won the game because he didn't. Freaking Derek Carr. Listen, man, let me put it this way. They, you guys were a bobble away from losing that game. You guys were a... Receiver colliding into each other from losing that game. Come on, man. Colin Cowher, bro. Like you. But ya, you took a major L on that one. You were, that's, you were incorrect. Using him as he's the guy that comes back and you use that example as he's this, he's that, he's that. But you were wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. Derek Carr's the one that came through and handled that. Anyway, it all doesn't matter because the Bills face the Chiefs next week. And then we'll see what's really good. I mean, shoot, you can go right back to the Bills-Chiefs game. Josh Allen came back, pretty much put the team on his back and said, got your ass. 13 seconds is what got the Chiefs back in the game. Our defensive goals. Or you could say Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey kind of put something together. And did immunity. a whole thing, a lot of, a lot can be said. But you can't take away what Josh Allen did. The dude is the fucking truth, period. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) I digress. But folks, um, I wanted to just get that Steelers out of the way. I wanted to get that Cowan Cowherd nonsense out the way. That boy, I still like him, so I'm not going to hate on him. That's just like you were wrong on that one. You were wrong on that one, my G. By the way, we got 423 people watching right now on a Tuesday evening. Do me a favor. Let's get this video to 500 likes. If you have not liked this video, let's get this to 500 likes. By the way. If you guys were able, we're gonna do our pick'ems and see how correct we were on our pick'ems from last week. By the way, also, did you guys do well in your fantasy? I certainly did. Khalil Shakir came through for me big time. If you have not picked up Kenny Pitt, excuse me, if you have not picked up Kenny Walker, Kenneth Walker, go ahead and pick him up. I stashed him on my on my bench, never left him. I always do that. Thought that he'd come through and he's about to come through for me because Rashad Penny's done. So that'll be big. But if you guys did your pick'ems and you guys parlayed, and you guys did all your live betting, how did you guys do? And if you guys are wondering, man, I want to be able to get in that because I, th- I thought I had everything right, and had I just used the app to bet, maybe I would have made some money. Well, you have an opportunity because while these games are going on, you can do live betting the game you don't have to do before you can do it right through the game don't let me tell you about it let my man zebot tell Listen you about up, it. come on your favorite sports book betus.com is back for our 28th year of nfl action with the industry's biggest sign
0: up bonus of up to 200% betus offers our members the opportunity to cash in all season long with live in-game betting, incredible odds with daily odds boosters, props, parlays, fast payouts, and exceptional customer service, BetUS.com has you covered.
2: Visit BetUS.com to sign up today. BetUS, where the game begins. Let's jump in on that. It's, uh, it's a fun time if you guys are big on gambling. It's fun. Get in there. I used to do it big time. And uh I might jump back back in just to have it for fun. But you know in mean? Uh let's see uh how it turns out. Did you guys do well in your in your fantasy games? If you did, kudos to you. By the way, Rico, since Josh Jacobs isn't under contract after this year, think we can swing a trade. They ain't gonna like, I mean, do they let him go? Who knows? They drafted Zaire White. So Z- Zaire White might be the next guy up, but Zaire hasn't taken many snaps behind Josh Jacobs. Well, who knows? Um, will who knows what these Bills are doing, man? Honestly, like we got Devin Singletary in his last year. You got Zach Moss is in, his, is, is in his third year right now. We got a second round draft pick at James Cook. Like, I don't know what these guys are doing in the backfield. I really don't. I don't know. They're, they're mismanaging. To me, in my opinion, they're mismanaging that run game, the, the running backs. I don't know what they're doing. I don't think they even know what they're doing. That's just me. That's my opinion. Uh, dude, my man, Alan Dusher is coming in with the already a score prediction of 45 to 27. Okay, big fella. I got you. So how did we do in our pickups last week? So let's have a look, see how we did because a lot of y'all, I thought we were going to fail miserably. I was looking at these picks. I was like, "Oof, this one's a tough one, but uh, let's take a look on how, on how we did. So I thought green Bay was going to win this game. And buddy, Green Bay lost that game, and a lot of you guys picked the Giants. So guess what? Kudos to y'all with the Giants pick, because I didn't think that was going to happen. Obviously, we knew Buffalo was going to win. Boom. Um, did the Chargers win? The Chargers, ooh, they squeaked out a 30-28, and we picked the Chargers, so we're good with that one. Did Minnesota win? Minnesota, oh, my gosh, Minnesota. Did y'all see that? My man is trying to—the receiver's trying to make a play, cuts out, moves around, about to make a play. DB gets beat initially, gets back up, and then puts his hand on the, and rips the ball and literally de that ball away from him. Un-freaking-real. What a play by Minnesota. They deserve that win. Minnesota wins, and we said Minnesota was going to win, so we got it. We thought Detroit was going to win. What in the F happened to Detroit Lions? They got skunked. Twenty nine, nothing by the freaking Patriots. My goodness, what the heck happened? So, guess what, folks? Detroit, Detroit is Detroit. Can we can we say that, or was just was that just an unlucky game for them? I don't know, man. But Bill Belichick, y'all keep disrespecting Bill Belichick. You gonna let you know? (laughs) But Detroit did Detroit. That's what that's what my man said. Detroit did Detroit things, man. I don't get that. I really don't get that, man. Like, come on, fam. Y'all gotta be better than that. Y'all gotta be better than that. By, By the way. My man, Christian Vargas. What's up, Christian? What's happening, man? He says, Josh Allen is one is one Stefan Diggs injury away from being exposed as an overrated QB. Now, who the fuck is Christian Vargas? <sighs> well, Christian Vargas. You can see, you got me cussing. I didn't want to cuss. But you know what? You deserve that one. All right, Christian Vargas. I'll play your game. So here's the deal. Josh Allen is, see, if if Josh Allen was two years ago Josh Allen, I would say, oh, shoot, yeah, we're, in, we're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? But Josh Allen has taken that leap where he's not looking back. So if, for some reason, Diggs has to sit out, Josh Allen is that elite enough that he can still do what he does. And I've been saying this for the last couple of years now. I, I was more stronger on this thought process the last year. He's that good that he can get away with it. I was actually saying he's like Tom Brady. Tom Brady never had an elite receiver until um, – until Moss came over. But after that, before that, Tom Brady was dealing with good receivers. And he was still able to rack in six damn Super Bowls. So if Diggs goes down, next man up. is just what it is. But because we have an elite quarterback, we can do the next man up thing. You saw exactly what happened this game. Two of our slot receivers go down. Kumro is done. You got Isaiah McKenzie on the bench. Guess what? Khalil Shakir comes in. Isaiah Hodges comes in. He does it. It's just what it is. When you have an elite quarterback, he can get those things done. Now, I'm, not, I'm still going to address your ass because you're putting the bad jujus up in the air so you can stick that up your ass and take that shit somewhere else, bro. We don't want that negative talk around here. Punk ass. <laughs> Christian Vargas. Golly. Anyway, um, I should block your ass <laughs> for saying some shit like that. Thank you, Don. Yo, Don's letting you have it, man. Yo, sit on that thing. Rotate. If Kelsey goes down, Mahomes screwed too. I mean, listen, we can say that for anybody. I mean, shoot, Devontae went down, and look at look at Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) I'm just saying, Christian Christian Vargas, you deserve you deserve all the smoke you're getting your way, bro. You deserve that shit. Anyway, take that damn energy somewhere else. Not sure. I should whoop your ass, bro. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Um, Detroit lost that one. All right. We picked Seattle. Seattle to win that game. Did Seattle win? Oh, Seattle lost. That was a tough one. That was a crowd pick. I didn't want Seattle. You guys made that pick. Crowd pick made that game. Uh, here's another crowd pick. The Jets. The Jets. The Jets beat the freaking Dolphins. How about that? 40 to 17. Uh, Tampa Bay squeaks away with a win with a terrible call from the refs. Tennessee comes away with the win. Uh, who did Tennessee play? Tennessee played the uh commanders 21-17. Carson Wentz continues to Carson Wentz. Nothing changes, so be it. Jacksonville, did Jacksonville win? The Jaguars lose to the Texans. The Texans take a win. San Francisco wins. Dallas comes in and beats the Rams. We all saw that coming for sure. Um, Philly squeaked away with a win. Arizona is a freaking fraudulent team. Cincinnati, I don't know what the hell's going on with Cincinnati, but Cincinnati is pissing me off. They are certainly pissing me off, man. What a fraud! That's a fraudulent team. And squeak a win by the Ravens. And then last but not least, Kansas City wins the game. So how many wins? How many do we do? We did 1, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. So we got 11, 11 to 15 games right. That's not bad, man. That's not bad. We only got four wrong. That is not bad. We're getting better, folks. We're getting better at picking them. So we will do a pick them again on Friday. We'll see how we do. So we got 11 wins. Last week, we, we were horrible last week. I don't know how we did last week. How did we do last week? Did I, did I count how we did? Because I know we didn't do well. <laughs> we were we were some trash. How many games did we got with One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We got seven games right. <laughs> we certainly did better this week, folks. We did we did better this week. Rev and Bot. Let's see what they did. So obviously, they both picked Buffalo to win. Uh, Bot picked Cleveland to win. So Cleveland, did Cleveland win? I can't remember if Cleveland won. Who did they play? Cleveland freaking Browns. Who the hell did you guys, you asses, play? Oh yeah, the Chargers. That's right. So bot took the Chargers. Uh, excuse me, Rev took the Chargers. Bot took Cleveland. They both picked Minnesota. They both picked Detroit. They lost that one. They both picked Seattle. They lost that one. They both picked Miami. They lost that one. Um, bot took um. Bot took Tampa. And Rev took Atlanta. They both took Tennessee. They both took Jacksonville. They both took the Niners. Bot took the Rams. Rev took uh, the Dallas Cowboys. They both took Philly. Bot took the Ravens. And what is Rev took the Cincinnati Bengals? I mean, shit, I would have done the same thing too. So yeah, I get it. And then they pulled took Cincinnati. So we did better than Bot and Rev. I can just tell you that much, just by looking at what's what's going on here. So uh, um my man Ron, my man uh, Rico in fine form tonight. What's up, fam? What's happening? Uh, let's see what we got here. We got my man Christian Vargas comes in with a super chat. He says, this ad is sponsored by my winnings from my Finns versus Bills. Thank you. <laughs> He's a Finns fan. He's salty. Okay, that makes more sense, Vargas. All right, Mr. Viagra. Let me tell you something, man. Next time we play your asses, you going to learn, you know what I'm saying, what it means to, you know what I'm saying, to really be sad and upset. Because you ain't going to have no winnings. I mean, with the way you guys are playing right now, who knows how you guys are going to end the season. Did you see how your boy got freaking trucked by Quentin Williams? More of that to come, my friend. I'm just telling right now. But Dolphins fans, I feel for you guys. You guys were on top of the world. I'm on top of the world beating the Bills. And then now look at you guys. (laughs) Now look at y'all, man, on a two-game losing streak. Boy, if you guys don't sit your asses down somewhere, ain't nobody checking for y'all. Nobody's checking for y'all, my guy. Anyway, folks, um, that's it for me, man. We're going to be back at it again on Friday. Hopefully, I'm going to have uh, some Chiefs uh, contributors that are going to be coming on. Uh, I'm hoping to try to get that done. My man, Truth to Hearts, what's up, my Jeep? says, Rico, is Pat and Josh the biggie and Tupac of the NFL? You mother effing right there, man. They are the biggie and Tupac. But the question is, who's Pac and who's biggie? That's a real question. That's the real question. Actually, that's a poll question for every one of y'all. If Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen, hold on, let me read this first. Ismail Manedo, what's up, Ismail? Your buff is gonna uh, is going to <laughs> ne the Pats this year. Revenge round two, y'all. We, you guys know what it is. You, Ismail Manedo, you already know what it is, ish. You already know. So here's a question for the crowd, and I like that coming from my man, Truth to Hearts. I like that question, by the way. So I'm gonna post this. If Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen were the Tupac and Biggie of the NFL, which I believe they are. Who's Biggie and who's Tupac? What y'all think? Let me know in the comments and why. Why is Josh and why is Pat Mahomes this? And I'm, let me make it even tougher. In hip-hop artists today, I mean, I don't know who the best, who who are the who are the top. I mean, Drake, one of them. Who's if it's not Drake, who's next to Drake? Who's the high? Who's the biggest artist next to Drake right now? Because I couldn't tell you. Like, who's putting out work like Drake? Because you can go Biggie Tupac. It's easy to do. That's easy to do. But which one would you say? Because I I couldn't tell you. Yo, Josh is the Garth Brooks. Listen, I'll take him, man. Little baby, really? Is little baby doing it right now? So my daughter's into that. I don't. I'm I'm over nineties, nineties, two thousand here. I'll do, man. These new cats, I'm not. I'm not really into them. But anyway, we'll just stick with Pac and Tupac. Pac and Tupac, Pac and Biggie. Who do you got? I'd love to know what you guys thoughts. Love to see it. Now, if you guys have any questions, concerns. Maybe I didn't hit your super chat or maybe, excuse me, I didn't get your comment. This is your opportunity before I get out of here. We're about an hour and a half uh, in. I got another, what, five, 10 minutes. I can answer any of your questions. Let me know what's good. If you guys are good and you guys feel great and uh, you want to wait till Friday for us to get in on this Kansas city preview game, we can wait till then. But if you guys have anything, let me know. My man, uh, JV says, yo, Allen is the biggie. He's more thuggish running linemen and linebackers and defensive backs. Over in the middle of the field, straight talking, taking men's pride. See that I would, I would make Josh Tupac, because Tupac will run up on you and stomp your ass on the casino. That is what he does. I mean, you don't really see, you didn't really see Biggie doing too much of that. You know, what I'm saying that that that, that public, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> mashing you guys up. Tupac will do that to you. He'll mush your ass. You know what I mean? So maybe I'd say Josh is the Tupac, and. uh I mean, Pat Mahomes is biggie. I mean, they're both greats, so you can't go wrong with either or. It's just a preference at this point. It's a preference at this point. (laughs) They said Pat Mahomes is Justin Bieber. Come on now, and Bieber can sing now. Don't disrespect him like that. (laughs) Somebody said, "Yay, Uh, who's Benny? Who? Which one is Benny?" You say Josh is Benny. Josh is Benny. Benny the Butch. I got you. So Josh is the big. He's he's the big Tupac. I think he's he, I think he's Tupac too, man. That's what I think. Eminem is still killing it. Uh it's my manater. What did you just say? Eminem is still killing it. Killing what? Well, you better stop, man. Uh, Eminem is nice, but he ain't put anything out that's that's got everybody like yo. Where's that new Eminem track? Ain't nobody doing that. Ain't nobody doing that. Don't even try that. Uh score predictions for Sunday. Nah, this is too early for that, brother. Too early for that, Jacob. You got to wait till Friday's show. And even then, you might even have to wait till Sunday's show for the pregame show. Way too early. Way too early for that, brother. Way too much. Way too early. I got my man now. Whippy says, yo, who wins in a 1v1 prime, Randy Moss or (laughs) Jacob? Yeah, all right, Whippy. I got you, bro. Let me see what we got here, fellas. Okay, I see what you're saying. Alan Dush says, yo, he was born... Pac West Coast. Now he's Biggie East Coast. <laughs> That's I see what you do there. I see what you did there. What do you think about the uh, how Dable is doing with the Giants, man? Dable has these Giants playing. My goodness, I, I did not see this happening, man. But it also helps that they have a freaking run game. Saquon Barkley is back to his old self. Saquon Barkley is doing things, man. He had that nice wild card run that freaking got them right into there, and then. Obviously, caps off of the freaking um, a touchdown, but Daniel Jones, he's got Daniel Jones kind of feeling comfortable and getting the ball out. I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on with Green Bay, but that's not the point. The point is the Giants are four and one, Philly is five and no. The NFC East is actually looking like a damn division. The NFC East has always been like 500. All four teams are like 500. Only one team can is probably decent. Like right now, you're looking at the the Giants, they're four and one in the NFC East. They're second place. Obviously, Philly being number one because they're undefeated. Philly 5-0. No. Dallas is four and one. Giants are four and one. Washington just, just bench Wentz and just go with freaking um with uh what's that? What's that quarterback's name? I, I forgot his name, but like go with that dude, man. I like him too. I, I'm just his name is eluding me right now. Golly. What are the What are the Washington Commanders doing? They got some good receivers on that ta- on that team, good receivers. And Wentz is just wencing it up, makes you want to Wentz. Golly, man. Anyway, folks, Whippy <laughs> Whippy's on it again. It says who wins, Prime Randy Moss and Prime Jerry Rice are current? So Jerry Rice is always the goat. So everybody knows that. Let's get that out the way. Everyone, uh, everyone for bars is waiting on M. <laughs> they do. Not gonna lie. I mean, li- listen. Nobody, nobody really goes at him because they know he's he's, he's got it like that. So let me got, let me see what we got here. Um, before I get out of here, yeah, man, five and zero Eagles, four and one Giants, four and one Eagles, man. Freaking Commanders, man. Golly, sorry ass. What's his, it's a uh, what's the damn quarterback's name? I know he's a good quarterback. I forgot his name. I don't know why I keep forgetting. Where's his ass at? Tyler Hennecke, That's what it was. I knew I knew. I remembered it. I just couldn't. It was just coming to my head. It wasn't coming to my head. Tyler Hennecke has done much better. And he looks better. Like, he gives these guys a freaking chance, man. So, pff, it is what it is. Anyway, folks, we got 329 people watching right now. If you guys have any questions, concerns, statements, you got beef with me, you got beef with something that somebody said, or you feel like, Man, this is the way to go. This is the podcast for you and you enjoy it. And you guys want to support, there's ways to support. You can join the Bing Squad. You can join and subscribe to our, our channel and be and just and here and be here for the views. You can support us by joining and, and becoming a member. Uh, and you have your tier memberships. You can get you have your little emblem that you go right into the chat. So if you guys look in the chat right now, you'll notice that there are some members in this chat as we speak. Uh, let me just pull up. I'm scrolling through right now. And pull up some some members of the chat so you guys can see the emblems right next to them boom, boom 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 i went all the way i man i gotta catch up on the chat man i gotta catch up on this chat but anyway um if you guys want to be part of it this is your opportunity got my man kevin page he just became a member today you'll see that as well so that's the way to support us uh it's always listen never expected but always appreciated any type of support that you guys do the page if you guys have not visited our page um, our fan page. Uh, we've got all types of merch there. Um, we've got some new gear. If you guys have not picked it up, uh, we've got this new one that's that's hot cakes right now. It's going fire. If you're reading this Buffalo one yesterday, that one seems to be a big burner right now. That one's a lot, a lot of people are copying that. This one was a surprise one. These are, the people are 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 speaking and loving this one here. And it's the it's the wing looking like a buffalo. And last but not least, we just came up with this design, and this is the uh the Stefan digs him. That's that him T right there. So uh, y'all can support at BFFanshop.com. Um, you guys have been supporting us. I'm wearing one of our, our our ones right now. This is Division Champs. We run the East. That's what I'm rocking right now. So I appreciate y'all. It is never unappreciated, man. I really do. You don't ever have to, but the support is always appreciated. I can tell you that right now. Um, but that's it, man. That's it for me. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have been supporting since day one, we've been doing this a long time, and it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. So we appreciate the support. And shout out to all, all podcasters out there. Shout out to all content creators. It's a tough business to even just take time away from the family and, you know I'm saying, and put put things together, number one. So it's, uh, it's it's tough, man. I remember the days that I was only getting two or three views. You know what I'm saying? And now some games, depending on how hot it is, we're getting like 1,200, 1,500. So it's it's really nice to see you, man. So uh, it's dope. And it's it's nice to see how far the channel has come. So that's it for me, man. I'm going to stop yapping. I'm going to get out of here. Smash that like right before we get out of here. So there's what? I want to try. Let's get this video to 500 likes. If, you, if you're if you not, if you get out of here, smash that like before you leave. And uh, we'll go from there. So that's it for me, folks. Let me get out of here. Let me get my music on. Yeah. It's that's the it. Mafia. We, we are back at it again Friday. a preview show. I'm going to have somebody from the Chiefs on there. I'm going to try my best to try to get somebody because I need someone to talk to me and let me know what they feel about this Chiefs game that's coming up. We got my man Rev. Rated Rev next on Wednesday. Tomorrow he's going to be showing up. He's going to be talking about a preview going towards the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a big one. Four o'clock game. Everybody's watching. It's going to be dope. If you guys enjoyed this show, do me a favor. Smash that like before you get out of here. Throw a microphone on that. Let me know what's good. I didn't give I didn't give you guys the milk carton alert. I did on purpose. I didn't do it today. I'm gonna let it slide, man. 38-3. How can you find someone that's missing? We gonna wait till the the real game. Hopefully, we have two weeks in a row that we got nobody missing. I gave you guys a break, so I appreciate it. Tavin Walker, I see you, Taban. Tyvin, Taban showing love, and I appreciate that, Talvin. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, and I catch you on the flip side, and I'm gone. Bills, Mafia all day. Go, Bills. Go ahead and cop your tease. This is it. He is him. Let's go.
1: You better know that. Look how we catch because we are unstoppable. You better know that. Look how we run and because we are unstoppable. yeah. Mafia up in your city. Time to get gritty, screaming and yelling, we bugging. Look at the red and blue, stadium flooded, homie, your city is nothing. Home oh guard we can do it. Every yard we improve it. Each down we move it. Buffalo Bills is coming. Better get ready, cause you know we not losing Got another touchdown, 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 yeah. Got another touchdown, 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 yeah. Got another touchdown, 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 touch touchdown, yeah. Got another touchdown, 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 yeah. Cause we done buffalo, 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 buffalo bills. Yeah, we done buffalo, 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 buffalo bills. You better know that, look how we throwin' and catch it, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. You better know that. Look how we running and hit cause we are unstoppable, yeah. Reppin' the Mafia, 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 mafia yeah Reppin' the Mafia, 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 Mafia feels Mafia, yeah, you better know that Look how we throwing and catchin' cause we are unstoppable, yeah You better know that Look how we running and hittin' cause we are unstoppable, yeah Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich But you're the Filet-O-Fish Sandwich all day